circumstance. Thanks for uh, joining us this morning. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter with the internet that is not trusty and trusted. So we will try to muddle through and I appreciate you being part of what we do here. Uh, hopefully you'll figure out how to jump over to where we are from where we were. A roller coaster, not perfect uh, at, at times, not only not perfect, at times not even good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the Mike McCarthy end of the first half play calling decision, um, odd. Odd to say the least. McCarthy, and we're not going to spend too much time on, on the negative because there wasn't too much negative. But you've got two timeouts, eight seconds in your pocket, and the end zone's right there. And the field goal is automatic after taking at least one more crack at it. Maybe more, but at least one more crack at it. And McCarthy says, now nah, wind the clock down to three seconds and let's kick the field goal and get out of here. So uh, the clock management thing, had the Cowboys lost? Oh boy. Then, then you would have had an issue. That, that would have been the central thing that we'd be talking about today is McCarthy and clock management. I still contend that McCarthy's clock management, time management is the same as everybody else's. Say that, that all the coaches do this all the time. Uh, and that, that, that doesn't make it good. It just makes it reality. All right, here we go. Dak Prescott. <coughs> that was retro Dak. And we've talked about Dak using his legs. And that very much happened here. Uh, the 27 victory, 20 to 17 victory over the Chargers. Last second deal. Defense gets it done, but a Dak-led drive. And then Butter, Aubrey, what? The kicker, uh, clutch once again. Closing in on an NFL record, by the way, but we don't want to be jinxy. Dak throws for 272, runs for 40 more, doesn't commit a turnover, um, improvises in some very clever ways. Uh, D.B. Cooper, Dak's our leading rusher. That's not good. Boy, do I disagree. Uh, I vehemently disagree. The Dak Prescott as a moving threat is critically important to threatening defenses. And obviously the the 60-yard pass play where he goes off script, completely improvised, and finds Tony Pollard, uh, it's a, you know, it's a four-yard throw, six-yard throw, whatever it was. And it goes down as a pass. But in reality, it's a very clever, off-script, conservative sort of play. So I don't care how they get their yards. I don't care who gets them. Uh, I, I care that they, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I care that they are a threat. And Dak Prescott last night was a dual threat. Now, you know, Jerry, he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. Don't worry about the Super Bowl right now. Worry about what just happened. Concern yourself with what just happened. And what just happened was good. Dak as a runner. He, uh, he is the first to tell you he's not particularly fast. 
But that doesn't make him, that doesn't mean he's ineffective. He was an effective, moving quarterback last night. Uh, and it was pretty vintage. <laughs> Item. Cowboys are 10-1 and one after a loss. Not counting the playoff game against the Buccaneers, I believe, according to my math, making them, under Mike McCarthy, 11-1 and one after their last 12 losses. So that T-shirt joke and the bumper sticker joke that I was, you know, resilience. I know it's a, it's a bumper sticker and it's a T-shirt. Dallas Doomsday, also a T-shirt in the Uncle Fish store. It'll probably be hot again today uh, because what they, they basically gave up 10 points last night to the vaunted that Kellen Moore was going Kellen Moore was going to score 100 points. He basically scored 10. He's missing a zero. But resilience and all that, when, when you follow up a loss by always winning, that's more than just a bumper sticker. Item. We've talked in recent days about Dak in decline. Uh, we wrote at CowboysSI.com, has he become a distributor, a bus driver, more than a playmaker? Did the athleticism somehow go away at age 30? Rory King, $5 pitch in. I cannot stress enough the importance of that win. Philadelphia, brutal schedule. We have five or six very winnable games for us. Uh, there is a winnable stretch here, Rory, a soft, cushy place to land to some degree. But again, then as you know, eventually comes Philly, Philly, Detroit, Miami, Seattle, at Washington. Paul Gale, Fish, you're a journalist who is also a marketing genius. I know. Fourth and one. First quarter. Dak Prescott's uh, read option is so complete and effective that he almost fumbled the ball. I mean, he, he, he stuck it in the belly, in the belly, in the belly, in the belly. And then runs for 18 yards. Next possession. Twice moves pretty nimbly to escape sacks and once running for a first down. And that was just the beginning of retro Dak night in, in a very effective way. Chucky Joe, what happened at the end of the first half? Mike McCarthy said after the game, I, I just felt a field goal was a, I know, Mike, but you had two timeouts and eight seconds left. What are we doing? Jeffrey G, no interceptions, $2 pitch in. Hater talking points on Dak denied. I'm going to reiterate this about it's, it's in his DNA. I don't know what the critics are seeing. When you look at Dak Prescott's NFL body of work and think that he's a turnover machine. I have no idea what you people are looking at. Item. You gonna blame Jalen Tolbert for this? This was Leon Lett-ish. This was like Leon Lett, uh, the infamous play in 1993 in the snow. I was there, was that on Thanksgiving? I think it was against Miami, where in, in that case, not enough Cowboys knew the rule. In this case, Jalen Tolbert is guessing that Turpin must have touched and muffed the punt. And he guessed wrong. 
But, and I don't think the referees had a particularly good night. And this one almost cost the Cowboys the game. If it's legal for me as a Charger to grab Kevontae Turpin's blocker by the face mask and drive him in to Kevontae Turpin as the ball is falling towards Turpin's hands, thus knocking back the blocker with his face mask in my hand and knocking back Turpin, if that's legal, man, oh man, punt returns are going to be really exciting going forward. That's a botched call by the referees. Luckily, it didn't cause the Cowboys to lose the game. Hurt family, straight dope, no bullsh, uh, Uncle Fish premium. Good morning, Fish family. Dallas needed a win like that. Anybody concerned about the offensive line? Yeah, uh, I think you can go pick through that thing and even go to Tyler Smith, who I think we all agree is a terrific talent and is going places. I bet you that when they watch film here that Tyler Smith will say, yeah, it wasn't my best. It's fair. Item eight, combined 20 penalties. Um, the, the, the decisions to pass up short field goals for fourth down gambles, hmm. the decisions to pass up touchdowns for run down the clock field goals, eh. um, you get a bye. You get the Rams, not that that's a cakewalk. Then pretty soon you get Dolly Parton. Uh, the Cowboys Thanksgiving entertainment, I, I, I looked at the list the other day. Is it, It's always country, right? Yeehaw. <laughs> Item. The wasted energy or did it fire somebody up? Did it impact somebody? The pregame fight. And Dante Fowler uh, almost knocks Austin Eckler's head off with a right cross slap. Mozzie's involved in that fight. Sam Williams, of course. Here's what's funny about it to me. So I was watching Michael Irvin uh, do NFL Network pregame on Sunday, and he was commenting on the Browns and the 49ers pregame fight. And Michael, who is as insightful, friend of the show, as anybody when it comes to football emotion. He says, oh man, they got Debo mad and they got Trent Williams mad. Oh boy, the 49ers are in that locker room right now and they're plotting their revenge. I mean, Michael was like, he was ready to put a million dollars down on the fight for it, 49ers, crushing the Browns, all because of the emotion shown in that fight. Wonk, wonk. Not even Michael Irvin can necessarily read that properly. I, it made sense to me. Well, same thing yesterday. Oh boy, what's gonna happen with this fight? Teams are gonna come out really far. I don't know. I guess nothing. Uh, the Chargers jump out to a seven nothing lead. Tyron allows a sack to Khalil Mack. Uh, and Keenan Allen is almost uncovered for a touchdown. So I don't know that the fight mattered very much. Do you? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Item. It's a good weekend. Eagles lose. 49ers lose. And yes, Mike McCarthy's called this first six games a roller coaster. He called last night a bumpy ride. Uh, and all those things are true. But at the same time, 
Dak Prescott was asked if it's a must win, and he said, bleep, yeah. The difference between four and two and three and three is is monumental, isn't it? Uh, four and two means you're good. Three and three means you're not. And there's a psychology to it, as we often talk about. There's also a standings thing to it. Item, Marquise Bell, Aikman was, uh, was all over Marquise Bell last night. And he said how much he liked him. And I'm listening to this and I'm watching Troy and I'm going, how do you, uh, how much of Marquise Bell have you seen? And then by God, Marquise Bell had a heck of a game. Did he not? And the hybrid, which Micah gets written about as being that quite often, the Dan Quinn hybrid working for Marquise Bell who steps in kind of for Wanye Thomas, who steps in kind of for Leighton Vander Esch, uh, the safety turned linebacker, works for Dan Quinn again last night. <clears throat> Item, yes, we saw Jimmy and Jerry hanging out together. What were they talking about? Oh. And by the way, there's different photo. One photo of them has Jimmy with his finger out, like, and you know, you can misinterpret that. There's other photos of them, uh, a G and a Han, uh, just between us girls. Uh, they had a good old time. And um, I think it's probably more likely that they talked about the solar eclipse than it is than they talked about the Ring of Honor. But at least they talked. <laughs> Item, can't, uh, can't fail to mention Texas Rangers. And this is not a Texas Rangers program. Texas Rangers on the road in October now, including the two ALCS wins at Hated Houston. Rangers are 6-0 and on the road in October. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's a beard scratcher. Cowboys are 1-1. One one. <coughs> Item, Brandon Cooks. It took a while for Brandon Cooks to be a game changer. Now, we know that behind the scenes, practice, meeting rooms, mentorship, uh, he takes Jalen Tolbert with him to Oregon and they were all that stuff, all good. But then you, like, you need him to make a catch too. And they used him on a jet sweep. Um, they used him on a two yard touchdown, obviously and they use him on a critical third and nine. And guys, these little things we, we sometimes forget because first of all, there's so many big things happening. There's not very many, there's not very many third and nine plays. Third and nine's hard. Brett Stanky, $5 pitching. I hated the conservative play call at the end of the first half, but Mike's conservative play call actually won the game. And uh, we, had some screen passes. You did indeed. Uh, you guys are pointing out that Jalen Hurts has seven interceptions. That's correct. I believe he had six all of last year. Third and nine, there, there's not a lot of plays that you dial up that, that hey, I'll, I'm going to get third and nine. Not a lot of those. But they get Dak to Cooks on third and nine for 11 yards 
really critical. A a little a little deal that one of many that was really big. And then finally, crunch time. And we use the cliche, Aikman said it last night, and it's a cliche because it's true. You know, big players come up in big time, all that. You go down the stretch here. And some of them little, some of them big. The Gilmore interception doesn't happen unless Damone Clark jumps into the pocket and pressures Herbert into the throw. Damone Clark rushing the passer? Hmm. Uh, who who, who would have thunk it? That's Dan Quinn. Brandon Aubrey, game-winning 39-yard field goal. Don't take it for granted. Butter, Brandon Butter Aubrey, because he's so smooth, Dak says. Oh, boy. Uh, he, 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 hasn't, he hasn't missed a kick in forever. Don't want to jinx it. Big buck down with a $5 pitch in. Mike not taking the field goal points. Oops, I lost you. On fourth of the tie and Jordan Lewis. Because, yeah, uh, I don't know about Jordan Lewis as a liability, but he definitely got lost early on that Keenan Allen touchdown. Uh, and that's, it's not like Jordan Lewis can't run fast enough to get there. So let's, that's, that's scheme too. They, they drew up a play. Give them credit. They didn't draw up very many of them, did they? Kellen Moore drew up a play, but he didn't draw, draw up very many successful plays, did he? If they don't get the fluky muffed punt recovery, they score one touchdown. So down the stretch, Damone Clark, you needed, you needed it. Brandon Aubrey, you needed it. Dak gave it to you. And then bang, bang. Micah Parsons with the sack. And yes, a lot of double teams on Micah Parsons all night, wisely on the part of the Chargers. Eventually he breaks through. And then the Gilmore interception. Big players, big moments. Gregory Harvey, Fish, why do you hate on Sam Williams? I do not hate Sam Williams. I'm concerned about Sam Williams. I'm concerned about Sam Williams having his head screwed on. Uh, I'm concerned about this organization habitually believing that we can take a guy who's got some issues and wave a magic wand. That's all. Uh, Rodney, Gilmore got beat a lot in addition to. I think that's true. Uh, and, and I think we're seeing that, that Gilmore is not the same player he was he won NFL Defensive Player of the Year. That was six years ago. He, so he's, is he that guy? He's not that guy. Nor is he Trayvon Diggs. He's not that guy either. Uh, but game of attrition, right? You, you lose Trayvon Diggs, and now you got to scrap it together. And the Cowboys have indeed scrapped it together. Uh, I'm not very compelled by... Micah's thing about, we're proving the naysayers wrong. I wouldn't worry about the naysayers, Micah. Uh, I would worry about the Chargers, and, and you handled them. 
and now I would concern myself with the bye week uh, and getting healthy. This, by the way, this would be a Mike McCarthy thing that we'll talk about later today. This is, this is across the hall week now. And we'll talk about that and explain what that is. Fish at six tonight. Mike, a quote, <coughs> aware of that 10 and one bounce back mark. The win was good. That's our record. Prove the naysayers wrong. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us as we cross the streams of the internet here. And uh, our apologies for, uh, for the freeze up. Fish at six tonight. CowboysSI.com all day long. Go get you some fish. Out. Oh.